everybody. It's Mike Rickheim. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Getting to Know podcast. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by my friend, Kayo Cedeno, who is the president of our Protective Solutions business. Kayo, thanks for taking time out of your schedule to spend with us today. Very glad to be here. This is my first podcast. It's great to have you. Do you listen to podcasts? Or I do. I do. What's, what's your favorite podcast? Well, there's one in leadership that's um, uh, from Harvard, which okay. is really, really good. I would think we're going to talk more about it, but that's uh, that's my preference. Uh, you know, I don't I don't listen broadly, but I do listen selectively. Fair enough. Would you say if you're a big selective podcast guy, is this like a bucket list thing for you? Because I would like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, not really. Not I'm sorry so for not being cool. But uh, it's the one that I selected. I heard about it and I try once and, okay, oh, this is something adds something to me. So I, I stick with that for a while. And then when I get, you know, bored, I move to the next one. Gotcha. So I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to the Getting to Know podcast at all, Coyote, but we plan to kind of come in and out of personal, professional, hit the whole gamut, uh, have a little fun getting to know each other today. So let's start from the very beginning. You were born where? And tell me a little bit about like the earliest days, Kyle. Sure. I'm a Brazilian by birth. I'm born in Sao Paulo. I moved to U.S. back in 1996, been almost 25 years here, and uh, have moved around the country, in and out of the country, but has been my residence, has been in the U.S. for, uh, for 25 years. And uh, I have a wife, which is from Argentina. If you understand soccer, you'll know that that's not very common, a Brazilian married an Argentinian because of the rivality of the soccer, but hey, uh, we, we, it was working so far. And I have a daughter that went to college, she's 19 years old, and I have the man of the house, which is my dog, okay. Jasper. Jasper, got it. So are you both big soccer fans? We are not, believe it or not, believe it or not. People say, oh, you're from Brazil, you should, but I'm not. Is I'm that not. the only way it works then, if you mm-hmm. have that kind of setup? If you grew up uh, in those countries, you definitely love for the sports, and soccer is the biggest one. Down there, for some reason, we didn't. We we got all their passions, but not not soccer. But hey, we watch World Cup is very important. We've been in a many many World Cups, and then that's pretty much what we watch. Gotcha. So you went to university in Brazil as well. I went to university. I'm a chemical engineer. Okay. So I went to a uh, engineering school in São Paulo. I did my MBA in um, Phoenix in Thunderbird. And then, of course, um, you know, all, everything else uh, from the moment that I moved to U.S. was done here in the U.S. That's great. So Thunderbird's a really big yeah. international business school, right? Yes. What years were you there? I was from 2001 to 2003. There was a consortium in a few companies. McDonald's was one of them. Dow Chemical was my employer at that time. was another one. And we have that, that you go in and you stay for a month. You come back, you do virtually, you go back and stay for a month. Yeah. So you don't have to actually exit the, the, the workforce. So that works perfectly for me. That's great. So talk to me about the actual move to the U.S. It's a pretty big move, pretty big decision. It was. I mean, um, I was in R&D, believe it or not. Okay. It was in the dark side of that time. <laughs> and uh, we just were acquiring a big company at that time called you know, Union Carbide. And I have a certain level of um, specialty that I was um, uh, an R&D for, which is synthetic lubricants. So uh, in a sense, you know, because of the merge, they have to have that uh, skill sets in the U.S. So they offer me, which usually happens very often in 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 that company. We go in, we stay for two years or three years. We do your time and you'll come back. 
right? And uh, that two years lasted 25 years. And then I moved from R&D into commercial after four years. So uh, that's what the move happens. It was not planned. It was not going to go, stay, and do whatever it takes. No, no yeah. it was not like that. It was a, a progression of opportunities that start showing, and that we start taking and making those decisions, me and my wife. What city did you first land in in the U.S.? Yeah, we first landed in Houston. Okay. And then Houston, Michigan, Midland, which is the headquarter mm-hmm. of Dow, back to Houston. There was kind of six or seven, eight years in each one of those. Houston, we went to Switzerland. Horgen is the headquarter in Europe for six months. It was supposed to be a year and a half. Yeah. But, you know, things happen and they ask us to come back earlier. The opportunities always. And then uh, I went back to Brazil as an expat, which is really interesting. Yeah, the first expat in a company that is, you know, um, a citizen of that, or at that time, nature from that country. And supposed to be two years, and those take six years. Wow. From there, come back to U.S. in Atlanta. The only business that has a headquarter outside the headquarter is Polyurethane was here okay. in Marietta. So we came in four years later, I retired from Dow and have this wonderful opportunity with SWM and uh, been here for two and a half years. So Kyle, where was your daughter born then? She's so, 19? She's 19. She was born in Michigan, okay. in Midland. It was a great experience. You know, you were used to cold weather. I'm not. Uh, but we, we enjoy the time that we're spending there. Yeah. You know, it's the headquarters, is a one-company town, and all the environment was... It was a good learning for me. Yeah. Uh, so we spent seven years there. And my daughter still... I'm from Michigan, Daddy. It doesn't matter. I'm from Michigan. It's yeah. Okay, good for you. <laughs> well, it's interesting. So she moved around a little bit, but she's now back in the Midwest for college, right? She's in Ohio right now. She's in uh, Miami University in Ohio, Oxford. And uh, she loves it. Yeah. I tell you, she she had her complaints of all kids. They complain sure. about everything, and including oh, Ohio and the state and and that. And say, look, you know, enjoy the good things. Yeah. Ignore the bad things or deal with that and uh, get the most of it. What is she studying? She's uh, studying architecture. So Not, she's a second year. Great. Not following your path. And I try. But yeah. <laughs> the answer was no. And, and the one answer that she gave me that, Daddy, I don't want to be in an office all day long. And I say, look, you're going to be architecture. You're going to be in an office, one way or the other, right? Uh, doing your projects, doing your things. So yeah. don't get that thing. Yeah, but that's you. You were always on suit and tie because that's the the dress coding that I'm used to. What she's used to it. And then I say, no, don't worry about it. Don't don't get impressed with the dress code. <laughs> Got it. So going back to the early days in Sao Paulo, is this what you were thinking it would be when you were all grown up? Like, is this the career path that you thought you would have? I always have a dream, which was um, live outside Brazil. And uh, Brazil, if you don't know, they're very Americanized. Everything that we see in TV coming from the U.S. at that time, when I was a kid, right? So, the you know, NASA was a big thing. So, I was a fan. I want to be an astronaut as, a, as everybody else. I know, and I say, look, when I get um, a career, I want to make sure that if I have an opportunity, I'll take it. And that's why I decided to join the company that I joined, Dow Chemical, because, um, you know, there was a very famous on developing talent and yeah. taking talents around the world. And, and uh, it did work. It was not planned, but it did work. Yeah. So I'm here. Good for you. So two and a half years now with Madiv-ish, about two and a half years. Yeah. How long in totality were you with Dow? 32. 32 years. Yes. 32 years. Long time. What was that transition like after so long? I mean, obviously, different roles, different functions, different geographies, but same nest, right? Big transition. What was that like? 
it, it was the fundamental difference in between a bigger company, a big company, and a not so big, a smaller yeah. company. And um, funny, when we were interviewing for this with Jack Kramer, our previous CEO, he asked me twice the question. He was the first interview and the last interview. And the first one and the last interview, he asked the same question. Do you know what you're getting in yourself into? And I said, I believe I have a good idea. And, and yeah, so you can explain me what that is. And I said, well, you know, you don't push a button and get everything that you wanted. Yeah. You got more work to do. Say, so look, I did that pushing button for 32 years. I think that I can handle something more hands-on, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm willing to. And, and that was that was the right decision. So that that, that was a big uh, a difference in between the resources and that. That's what I like. Uh, if you allow me to say, that's what I like. What's happening immediately after the merge? Before it was much, the mindset of the smaller company was more prevalent on, on that side. Now in Native, we can feel it that we have the mindset and the tools and the direction of being a much bigger company. So that's very exciting. That yeah. is exciting. What's your view as we record this? We're right around 100 days post close, right? So, what's your view as to how things are going in the early days? First of all, and I said that to many people uh, that ask the question, I, 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 everything that I saw so far from the leadership, the way there was structure from the top, the next layer, and what we're doing to get to the next layer is absolutely the way I would expect it, the way that I'm used to manage business coming from a bigger company. So that's a fantastic start. And then you get the synergies, you get everything that, the teams are coming together and the learning process starts, right? Of the business leaders that don't know some of the business that right. others do know. So they have to attack to attack at that time. So everything is being in the right timing. Of course, we had the 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 cyber event that really pushed a little bit on the timeline. But I think that we overcome that. And we will still have some few things to do, but uh, I think we're gonna get better and better. So Honestly, everything that I'm seeing so far is uh, is right on what I would expect it for for this company. Talk to us a little bit about your business unit. Like, what is Protective Solutions? Where do you play? What are you most excited about? Yeah, the the Protective Solutions is what was the legacy SWM Films plus the medical that was sitting in Nets and Ovens, which is a little bit more broader than films, but they do have films as well. So. Our major markets are, if I can put three, two or three of them, is uh, wrapping cars. When I say wrapping cars, it's pain protection film. So you get uh, your new Ferrari, Mike. So mm -hmm. you want to preserve that Ferrari for many years. You put a film in there. There is a self-healing that's evident. So this is our largest uh, market. The other market that I'm very excited about it, which is, it was kind of dormant, and now we're putting a lot of resources, money, and uh, technology, is in the glass space, where you have films, you know, every glass is two faces, a one glass, film, glass. So you put that together, and the, we have a skill sets that very few people has, and how to, what I call very scientifically, put stuff on the film. <laughs> yeah. So we can add nano uh, tubes, we can add quantum dots, we can add a lot of functionality to those, and that's one of the largest markets, not the largest market, but will be a largest market for us. And everything adjacent to those, everything that you want to protect in terms of surface, even on the medical utilities, is an area that we are looking for adjacent markets and growing. So uh, it's very promising. That's great. You talked about glass may at some point or will at some point be the largest market. Does that indicate that 
in protective solutions, you've got a lot of the macroeconomic tailwinds. Like you, you, you've, you've got that on your side. We do because, I mean, looking into the quotes that are changing monthly, I would say. So today, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I mean, there is a big problem in the marketplace with the, level, the number of birds that die because they cannot see the, the glass. Oh, yeah. So they're coming in the high rises and they feed in there and they die. So there's a huge problem. More in California this time. Okay. We don't understand right. why. But uh, it is a, so the code is changing. So now you have to have a high rise glass that has a coating that the animals will see. Okay. You don't see, but they do. Yeah. So that those are the things that there'll be if you want to have a building that is sustainable, yeah. LED, you gotta have it. If you if you have a um, in order for for instance transparent heaters, so or electrochromic windows that change from tint to transparent, that becomes a code, that becomes a law. Every building you will have to have. So those are the the tailwinds that will help uh, this market grow. This the glass market is a five and a half billion dollars today, okay. and that is the growth. The needs for those high tech is growing very fast. It's growing ten digits. Wow, that's uh, great. Two digits. I'm sorry, uh, a year. That's so great. we are in the right places. We are in the right timing. It's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen. Kyle, have you ever been sitting in an office and had a bird fly into the window? I have not. I have. It, it'll scare the hell out of you. It's, I mean, it's, it's shocking. And then there's times you look and they're not even. What the hell is happening? Yeah, exactly. Right there. It's exactly exactly right. right. So good. I'm glad you're here with the solution for that. That's, that's, that's great. Switching gears back to the personal side. So of all the places you've lived, what's been your favorite? If there's a place that I call home is um, Houston. Okay. We spend most of our time there. We like uh, Houston very much. And uh, if I want to pick the fancier place, oh, that's Zurich. Oh yeah, that's Horgan Zurich. Yeah. That's uh, and that was what you said a year, year and a half. I did uh, almost a year. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was uh, that was uh, interesting. Now, how far are you from the Madov headquarters? Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Not a bad commute. How much are you getting back on the road, seeing customers? How much are customers coming to see us? How much time are you spending out with suppliers at this point yeah. as we kind of move into maybe a new post-COVID world? Yeah, we are definitely, I mean, comparing to my two years back, and which was pretty much zero, uh, this year we, we were able to see many, many customers. There's a few customers that still don't want to see us because they don't want to have those policies or not. But our business is very concentrated. So there, we have very few customers for the large volumes. So uh, those are easy, right? So those are the ones that you usually have a, a better relationship with. In the areas where there's very spread and many customers, like uh, the engineering service at Tecra has 2,000 customers. And then you go to industrial, it's 8,000. So you got to be more selective where I spend my time, where my people spend their yeah. their time. And that was a little challenge in the, in the past. To, we want to do everything for everybody. We cannot. We have to be very selective in what we do, where we put our, our resources. So it's coming back. I mean, I went to Europe for the first time in in native uh, this year, and uh, you know you make you, you see how the difference you make on visiting plants and visiting customers. It's a different discussion. Yeah, even yeah. though you can see the person, but when you are face to face, it's 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 completely different. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. If you had a magic wand, Kaya, and could wave it over our new organization, 
what would you use that for? I would, um, it's not a change, because as I said at the very beginning, I'm very happy with, there are bumps, there are things, the tough decisions we need to make, but I would accelerate. So we know that we're going to go through this next six or eight yeah. months. That will be not a turmoil, but it will be turbulent, right? We have headwinds and we have a new organization. We have the mindset of people to get the right people in the right places. We're going to get through it. Mm-hmm. We're going to be fine. I've been doing this for all my, my, my life. But if I can accelerate to the point where, okay, this is the vision. This is where we're going to put our resources. Everybody aligned to understand that. When you get to that point is when the fun starts. Yeah. And if I have the one, I say, yeah, now can you just leap forward and jump to that point and yeah. get forward? For our listening audience, many of which are probably out there, as I hear from people, there's a lot of excitement, but there's a lot of stuff going on. To your point, you know, we have a lot of bumps and, you know, there's, there's turbulent times. This is exciting and challenging all at once, right? When we get to that point, having done things like this in the past, what will it look and feel like? Help, help our employees understand, like, what's it going to be like and, and, and what will be that experience on the other side? Is the sense of accomplishment. I truly believe that we have all it takes to, to get to that point. Is, uh, one thing that I know for sure is things are going to get better, right? We are going to get out of the situation that we are in, which is not really bad, but it is a, a little bump. We are going to get through it. And when we get there, you know, if you do everything that we said that we're going to do, that's we have to walk the talk. If you do everything that we're saying to do and we have the values and we, we, we really put the resources where they need to be, we're going to feel a sense of accomplishment because we are going to be successful. So when, when, I, when I go outside and someone said, hey, what do you work for? I work for Native and people knows what that is. That is sign number one. Yeah. When people heard about it, it's sign number two. And when we start delivering to our owners, right, that promise is where we all going to be part of it. Yeah. It's not me. It's not you. It's not Julie. It's everybody that is part of this uh, organization. And I think that we have a great chance to, to just to, yeah. to deliver that. What are you most excited about? I'm most excited about, uh, as I said, to get this, I, I call this mail of big companies. That's what I feel here, yeah. mainly here in this office. But uh, is is the new is the new company behavior, the the attitude, and everything that I'm seeing from from the leadership, and we're trying to pass through the next the next level is uh, is uh, to really to really get this moving, get reorganization behind us and everything behind us. Okay, now this is the powerhouse, and let's push through it. I'm really, and honestly, it doesn't take. Too long, I believe, to get there. Yeah, that's great. Kyle, the Getting to Know podcast is an audio experience. So, unfortunately, the audience can't see the spectacular beard that you've grown. <laughs> uh, I think when I met you, there was no beard going no on. Beard how how long have you had that growing? Uh, I think, think the last time we met, I think, um, I believe, yes. I think July or August. Looks good. Do you like go that. on and off with it? or is it? I go on and off okay. for, you know, every time... You know, uh, have a wedding in two weeks, and we still decide if I'm going to shave it off or not. Yeah. I'm going to take a, a niece of mine to the altar, replace his dad, uh, her dad. So uh, uh, maybe we want to look a little younger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's like, uh, you know, 22. Anyway, so uh, yeah. For those of you in the listening audience, it's a perfect blend of salt and pepper. Looks great. Chiseled jawline, looking good. This guy, Daniel. Appreciate that. 
Kyle, at the end of every Getting to Know podcast, we hit our, our guests with three specific questions. I'm going to hit you with those now. Sure. First of which is, what is always, at all times, in the Cedeno family refrigerator? Cheese. Cheese. Of any, any kind, any... All kinds, it doesn't matter. Don't, don't hit me with American <laughs> yeah. non-cheese or synthetic cheese. It's really cheese. We, we're, we like the cheese, the crackers, the wine, yeah. and that's, uh, that's always been there. If, yeah. if, there's, if anything, can, we, we can miss, but cheese has to be there. In the greater Atlanta area, can you find the, quote, tastes of home for the most part? Yeah, there are actually um, a couple of... Uh, Marieta is a big Brazilian okay. hub, an Argentinian yeah. hub of Latin people. So you can you have the Brazilian store. I can get Brazilian stuff that okay. I don't get in yeah. any other places, like the cheese bread yeah. and the guaraná, which is the drink, a okay. softer drink, okay. and, and some particular uh, cuts of meat that okay. you don't find here. Yeah, yeah there's okay. uh, we we we're not homesick because of the food. Good at all. Good. All right. Second question for you: Amongst those who know you well, what would you say you're most famous for? Famous for a lot of stuff. Mostly not that good, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think cooking. I'm not a professional, but I, I'm very good. And I don't do the day-by-day stuff. Day-by-day stuff is my wife, and uh, she doesn't like it, but her job. Just do the, 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 give me a dinner. Yeah. Otherwise, we order out. And uh, when we have a little more fancier during the weekends and things, that's that's yeah. that's me. And you like it. That's the time that my mind goes, Yeah. okay, out of the problems, everything, and just concentrate on, on doing that dish. I'm curious with your chemical background, right? Chem- chemistry, chemical engineering kind of mm-hmm. background. Are you a recipe guy or you got a little art in it? You just go I, at it. I just go for the taste. Yeah. And uh, of true. course, there are some basic things sure. that you got to know. Don't miss this with this because right. it doesn't go well. Right. But uh, yeah, in general, it's, it's more the taste side. All right. Last question for you, Kyle. What would you say you're most looking forward to right this very moment? Yeah. This is more on the personal side. Um, I'm looking for, weird to say, a surgery, a medical procedure uh, in my head. I hips. think I know where you're going, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm passionate by uh, some sports, tennis, and, and I'm playing tennis for six years. I'm overdoing that. Hip, and, uh, my fault, of course, uh, uh, overdoing that uh, hip replacement. And um, I got to the point that I need to do it, and I'm looking for because keep, everybody keeps telling me, if you do it, you're going to regret you didn't do it 10 years ago. Yeah. And uh, we're going to plan this for early next year. And um, I'm very excited to yeah. go back and lose weight and play tennis and all that stuff that I'm not able to do today. Yeah. And it's just one hip? At this point, At yes. this point, one hip. Okay. I hope it's That's just good. one. My understanding, though, is the recovery is like you're walking well, that, that evening, right? That's what they everybody keeps telling me. They don't mess around, yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes you kind of think too much. Oh, let me, let me take a little bit more time. Yeah. Let, me, let me see if I get older and then really yeah. needs it. Yeah, yeah. I need it. Yeah. Well, good for you. Good for you. Well, Kyle, I've enjoyed spending some time with you. I'm certain the listening audience has enjoyed getting to know you and more about the Protective Solutions business. So thanks for your time today. No, I really appreciate the time. It was fun. And uh, it really, I hope the people uh, enjoy as well. I did too. And I'm sure they will. For those of you in the listening audience, thanks for your time as well. And we'll talk to you again in two more weeks.